Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what we're doing today? I do. It's uh, the wrap-up. It is. For we're saying, Ezra. We're saying goodbye to Ezra, but not yeah. really, but kind of. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We we completed the book of Ezra. Right. And now we are wrapping that shit up. We are wrapping it up. Yep. Okay, let's go do it. Okay, let's do it. Oh, we should what? mention. Huh? What? We were late getting this out again. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry. I just started a part-time job, and after <laughs> only... Um, one day, and it wasn't even a eight-hour shift. It's only um, a four-hour shift. Wife's overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my god, I don't have time for anything. So, 
but I mean, I also babysit a lot. So even if I'm not working, it's not like I'm at the house. So. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, so my so schedule anyway. immediately was like, oh my God, I need to do X, Y, and Z. And I have to be in bed before midnight because I got to get up at 6 a.m. And... Wife was legit panicking. <laughs> yeah, I had a full-blown anxiety attack tonight. And... So we're going to do better. We're going to plan yes. ahead better. Yeah. And uh, hopefully going forward. We won't be as dumb with our uh, well, honestly, schedule. Honestly, we're better when we're pressed for time. And so this will probably force us to record ahead, which is what we've wanted to do. Right. But, you know, if you don't have to. Life's why, life, you know. Yeah, well, if you don't have to, what's the, what's the point? Like, well, we can right. talk about how we want to be. But, yeah. But now but, we have to. So, yay. Yeah. That's yeah. the silver lining. All right. Okay. So, all right, let's go ahead and get into this wrap-up for Ezra. Yes, yes, Ezra, bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so we are saying goodbye to Ezra. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now he has more than one name. Does he? He does because you um, know I have more than one name. Well, I have two first names. You kind do. Of. I have a hyphenated first name. You have a hyphenated first name and then a middle name as well as a last name. Right. Right. Yeah. You're like I have too many fucking names. You really do. And every time somebody says, "What's your middle name?" I always see you pause because <laughs> you're like, "Wait." I, okay, yeah, not the hyphen, not the second one. Well, because I used to treat them as two middle names. And yeah. I don't know. It, it's, you decided to hyphenate the first one? Well, no, my parents decided to hyphenate the first one. I mean, that that it is a hyphenated first name See, from I my didn't, parents. See, I didn't know that because you did not use to hyphenate them when we first got together. Right, because I went through a... I mean, there's not really... On most forms, there's not a place for a fucking hyphen. Right. My parents did me no favors, you know? No, I so. know. And they did it on purpose... To buck the system. Right, right. Like, thanks for that. Yeah. Couldn't I decide if I want to buck that system? Whatever. It I is know. what it is. No, I know. I'm just saying. So. Plus, it, right. it, my my, fir- my second first name would make for a good writer name. It really would. I mean, I'm just saying. No, I love your second Yeah. Actually, name. I'll go ahead and give my, my second name. Why? Just my... What? No? Okay. Whatever. No, never mind. I won't do it then. Don't. Fine. I think I'm you're not doing weird. It. It's weird. Okay. Why would you do that? I don't know. I just thought I, I thought it because no one's going to know Stop. who the fuck I am like that. You know. But we're being anonymous. Oh, okay. Right. Remember? I'm going to continue to be anonymous. Then. Remember that? All right. Okay. Fine. Anyways, Ezra's not anonymous and um, he is known by several different names, one of which is Estrus. Okay. And um, that is his 
Greco-Latin name. Okay. Okay. And that's important because there are several different versions of the book of Ezra. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I'll get back to him in a minute. He's also known as Ezra the scribe because, you know, he scribed. Yeah. Yeah. And Ezra the priest, because there's some arguments about whether he was a high priest or not. I see. Yeah. And it seems like he might have been. They, he got sent back to like mm-hmm. kind of organize the priestly things. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Sure. It doesn't really affect me anyway, one right, or the other. Right. But um, he is a Jewish scribe and priest, obviously. And he's the descendant of Sariah. Okay. Isn't that important? Is it? No. I don't okay. know who the fuck that is. I was like, I don't remember. Yeah, I know. Right. If that's somebody I was supposed to remember, I don't remember no, who it is. No, I don't either. It's um, That guy was the last high priest to serve in the first temple. Okay. He's also a close relative of Joshua, which is the first high priest of the second temple. Okay. Okay. All right. So he's cool or whatever. Yeah. So let's talk about that Esdras thing. Esdras, the yeah. Greek version thing the of him. The Greco-Latin. Greco-Latin. Yeah. So... Um, in First Estrus, which is the Greek translation of the book of Ezra still in use in Eastern Orthodoxy. Okay. He was also the high priest. But, but... rabbinic tradition holds that he was just an ordinary member of the priesthood. Oh. So okay. like I said, priest or high priest? Priest, high priest. We don't know. Doesn't matter. I not really. I not guess. to me. Yeah. Yeah. And in rabbinic traditions, Ezra is metaphorically referred to as the, quote, flowers that appear on the earth, mm. signifying the springtime in the national history of Judaism. Which okay. makes sense. Like, he brought them into the, the old new world. Yeah, sure. You know? Right. Whatever. Um, the book of Ezra-Nehemiah. So Ezra Nehemiah yep. is one scroll. We've talked about that before. Right. But yeah. remember, Ezra also... Started where Second Chronicles left off. Right. So that would mean that First and Second Chronicles and Ezra and Nehemiah were originally one book. Got it. Okay. Okay. So anyway, Ezra Nehemiah is one scroll, and in late medieval Christian Bibles, the single book was divided in two as First and Second Ezra. Okay. But then this division became the Jewish practice in the first printed Hebrew Bibles. So instead of seeing... um Ezra and then Nehemiah, you'll see first Ezra and then second, second Ezra. Ezra. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, but there's also that Idris, Edris um, thing. Okay. Where in those uh, Greco, Greco-Latin Bibles yep. of Eastern Orthodoxy. Right. Um, those are um, Esdras. Like, okay. And those um, will be like, instead of first Chronicles, second Chronicles, um, Ezra Nehemiah. It yeah. would be like first Ezra's, second Ez- Ezra's, third Ezra's, fourth. Ah, like so, okay. it's like the books are kind of the sameish, but numbered differently. That's interesting. Yeah, because First Chronicles and Second Chronicles are not written by the same person that wrote Ezra. Well, at some, least as far as I can tell, some people say that maybe it was. Really? Yeah. It seems, some people it seems say, different to me. But some people say that Ezra was the author of. At least Second Chronicles, if not First hmm. as well. Okay. Well, so, I mean, I'm I'm no I mean, expert. We so. had talked about that during Chronicles, though. That yeah, we hadn't met him yet, but the next book is Ezra. Okay. And he, we're pretty sure he's the author. Got it. Got it. Okay. 
So, right. I, yeah, it is different because Maybe it's he just the different hits, stories. It's different stories, different time periods, and he hits first person in Ezra. Right, that's true. So, that's... And it's not just a list of fucking, you know... Yeah. The previous histories or whatever. Exactly. So it was rather boring in that bit. This is more story-oriented. He, he's like, and then... Right, right. <laughs> anyways, let's talk about me for a minute. Just yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, the book of Ezra describes... I'm just going to summarize it here real quick, okay? Okay, yep. It describes how... Ezra was living in Babylon when, in the seventh year of Artaxerxes the first, the king of Pre- 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 Persia, 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 yeah, not okay. Prussia, right? Persia, which was circa 457 BCE. Okay. Okay. That king sent him to Jerusalem to teach the laws of God to any who did not know them. So Ezra led a group of Judean exiles living in Babylon to their home city of Jerusalem, where he enforced observance of the Torah. Right? Okay. But once back in Jerusalem, Ezra and the exiles discovered that Jewish men had been marrying non-Jewish women and making mingle babies. Yeah, that commingling shit, man. They mingle babies were born. Crazy. Oh my god. Crazy. And we remember all of that and yeah. we had a Q&A about, wait, did they have to kill their wives right, right, and right. no, they just divorced them and sent them on their way, but most or of them converted them. Most of them converted. Right. Yeah. So, um in the apocalyptic fourth book of Ezra, and just as a reminder, apocalyptic doesn't mean like the end of the world in this sense. It means uh, not in canon. Okay. It, like not. It's it's a historical scroll in the world, yes, but Churchy Pookins has decided it's not part of the official Bible. Right. Okay. So that's what we mean by apocalyptic. Okay. Okay. Yep. So um, the fourth book of Ezra, which is also sometimes called either the second or third book of Esdras, okay, depending on which you know, thing it is. Um, So, okay, according to that book, the apocalyptic fourth book of Ezra, um, Ezra has a seven-part prophetic revelation, okay? Okay. And he converses with an angel of God three times. Okay. And then he has four visions. Mm. Okay, I don't know what all that's about. It wasn't summarized. But, like, I could have gone into that rabbit hole probably, and I might eventually... Is this coming up in the next book? No. 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 Okay. No, this is just a thing that's missing because it's, ah, it's apocalyptic. Right. Okay, yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah. So Ezra, 30 years into the Babylonian exile, recounts the siege of Jerusalem and the destruction of Solomon's temple. Okay. okay? So that's what all those visions and dreams like. It's during that. Got okay? it. Okay. Yeah. He, in this book, we're still talking about this apocalyptic book. He dictates 24 books for the public, which is the Hebrew Bible. Okay. And another 70 for the wise alone. And those wow. 70 are unnamed revelatory works. Interesting. So we don't know what those yeah, are. That's really... Or if they really existed. Or right, right. if they were just legend. Sure. You know, like I heard that he wrote 70 books. No, I heard he wrote 80. Nuh-uh. He wrote 70, you guys. <laughs> You know, that kind of thing. So at the end of this whole story that's in this apocalyptic book, he is taken up to heaven like Enoch and Elijah. Elijah. Um, Ezra is seen as a new Moses in this book. Oh. Which, I mean, I kind of alluded to that when I said the new spring because he's bringing his people into the the old new land. land. Right, yeah. Or the, the new old land. Right. You know? Yep. So that's the end of that. Apocalyptic book, okay? Okay, Traditionally, Judaism credits Ezra with establishing the Great Assembly of Scholars and Prophets, 
which is the forerunner of the Sanhedrin, okay. which is the authority on matters of religious law. Like they're the the guys that sit down and decide when are we actually all going to celebrate Easter. One, two, three, go. Let's just all get on the same page. Sure. They're like the church rules. Right. Okay. Technically, so, the Jews don't celebrate Easter. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like the Sanhedrin is the the boss. Got it. It's, Got a, it. it's a collection of people who um, sat down together to make decisions to try to make all the churches in a larger area operate more cohesively more thank you that's what i was trying to say yeah. more cohesive and so um traditional judaism credits ezra with establishing the original format of that got it where group. they did not discuss easter right shut up get the fuck <laughs> out of here according to the babylonian talmud yeah um ezra the scribe is said to have enacted 10 standing laws and orders. Oh. And I summarized these because I, like, I was going to just skip one, but then I was like, no, nah, I got to say these. Okay. Okay. Yep. So Ezra in this particular Bible is like, okay, I have 10 rules. Like Moses had 10 commandments. Yeah, I yeah. have 10 rules. Okay. Okay. Ready? All right. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Number one, the public has to come together to read from the scroll of the law in the afternoon on Sabbath days. For anyone who may have missed the weekly biblical um, lections, like the weekday lections. Got it. So, like, um, if you were, like, a loiterer or a traveling merchant or something. Yeah. You might have had a really good reason to miss it. Sure, but you got to show up on the Sabbath. You better fucking show up on the Sabbath. Right. Because they're out there reading it. Sure. On the fucking Sabbath. Right. Which makes no sense because... That's work. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, that's, I thought that was funny. Right. Like, Come let us read this rule book, which says don't do that. Technically, though, they've always done festivals and stuff on the Sabbath. It's yes. just there's certain things that are considered yes. work that you're not allowed to do on those days. But right. celebrating the Lord is okay. Depending on how you do it. Right. Yes. So, anyway, you have no excuse for having ever missed any um, weekly readings. Sure. Okay? okay. Number two. Unless you were unclean, probably. But then you can go catch up another day after you get cleaned well, up. what if you're unclean for like two weeks? Well, then what the hell did you do to piss off the Lord? Well, there was lots of things that kept you unclean for a couple of weeks. I know. So, so why know. why were you so unclean? I, Clearly, I you know. did bad things and you got what was coming to you. <laughs> so that's your own fault. Got it. Okay, number two. Yeah. The court's got to be open on Mondays and Thursdays. Court's got to be open on gotta Mondays. Got to be open. Mon- yeah, they I don't gotta. fucking know why. There that's, was, a, that's a law. That's a rule. That's a rule. That's an Ezra according thing. To, according to this Particular. Ezra the scribe says Mondays and Thursdays every day gotta on be, those days. Yes, bank got to be open. Yeah. Okay. Number three, and a lot of these apply to women. Okay. okay. Women got to get their laundry done by Thursday. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, let me. Actually, this one I had to say it that way because it was funny. <laughs> but now, actually, they had like a legit good reason for it. Okay. Because obviously they didn't have washers and dryers, so right. this was like a you know days long process. Sure. And. If they didn't have it done by Thursday, then they risked having it run into the Sabbath. The Sabbath. Ah. So get your shit done by Thursday, ladies. Right. And we know it's only the ladies that does the laundry. Of course. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, actually, that one makes sense. It's not just an arbitrary, <laughs> but, but it's funny. Right. Okay, number four. This one I love. Men got to eat garlic on the eve of the Sabbath. To enhance love between a man and a woman so they can do the brown chicken, brown cow, and 
you know, make them babies. Right, right. Because that's the most important. Like garlic does the trick. Yeah. Well, they believed cooked garlic um, enhanced that. Like okay. it was an aphrodisiac to them, I okay, guess, or right. whatever. Yeah. Number five. Are you loving these rules? They're great. Yeah. I know. Like you can see why I had to summarize right, these. Right. Yeah. Okay. Number five. Women got to rise up early on Friday mornings. To get that be- bread baked. Gotta they gotta rise up. Yeah, I yeah. thought that too when yeah. I was writing it. Yeah. Uh, they have to bake bread um, so that there's enough for the poor. Because <laughs> every time they bake bread, like, they'll leave out whatever pieces. Like, if there's any burnt yeah, pieces, I mean, like, in the Hunger like, Games. Or... Right. It's like they left the, the, the droppings on the yeah. their fields for the poor, too. Exactly. So they got to get up early on Friday so that on the Sabbath. So it seems like a lot of these rules are only pertaining to the rich and and housed. Yes. Of the uh, society. Yes. You know. Yes. And and the women. Right. Right. Women get your work done in a certain day, and it's it's all guarded like around the Sabbath. Like all of this is live your life around the Sabbath, plan accordingly. Well, and because it, it seems like when we're hearing these stories, every time we hear them, they're about people that have means they have things mm-hmm. to sacrifice they have houses they have servants for god's sake slaves yeah. um yeah. So they have money you yeah. know we're not hearing about the poor right you never fucking hear about the poor no no you so. do not now this one i really like number six women gotta be girded with a wide belt out of modesty oh. a wide belt okay they gotta wear a belt and it gotta be wide so you got yeah you got to pull that in, huh? Since your waist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ladies. You can't have any fat women. Well, it, it's out of modesty, meaning um, the reason that you wear your wide belt is to prevent um, any possibility of showing any skin. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't know. Whatever all that shit is. Oh, okay. But, right. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be out of modesty, so it's to keep your clothing in place. Got it. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not to accentuate how thin you are. Like, okay. that would not be modesty. Got it. Got okay. It. So, actually, the opposite of what you said. Got it. Okay. Number seven, women during their menses. Yeah. You know, their period. Right. You know, their monthly cycle. Yep. Yep. Um, They need to wash and comb their hair three days prior to the purification in a ritual bath. Okay. They better take care of their hair. Better brush that hair. And they did not... Um, specify whether they meant the hair on their head or <laughs> elsewheres. And I only mention that because they're talking about periods here. Right, right. And I'm like, do you mean that they better keep all their hair in places? Right. Keep yeah. it in, keep it nice? Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows, right? Like, for all I know, they actually did mean, like, bush, you know? What, yeah. if, what the fuck do I know? It's true, it's true. Okay. Number eight, traveling merchants got to make regular rounds into the Jewish township because of the honor due to the daughters of Israel. That, what? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, explain that a little bit. Because they they have to, like, come into town to see the daughters so that they can um, maybe get married to them or... The merchants. Yeah. The mer- Okay. Traveling merchants. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So the merchant... Okay. Okay. I'm a little lost on that one, but okay. They got to come into the townships. To marry girls. Or to sell to them, to sell their wares. Okay. Yeah. Okay? All right. They need to make sure to come into the Jewish they got, townships. They just, the, the merchants got to come into town. Yeah. We, we're not going to go meet you out on the road. You got to come into You got to come into town Whatever. and see our daughters. And, yeah. 
Okay. Our daughters want to buy your shit, and maybe they want to marry you. Maybe, maybe. Be respectful. Come okay. into fucking town. I just it doesn't make a lot of sense. No, to I me. don't know. I I'm making up reasons. I don't fucking know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Number nine, women and or girls as a precautionary measure, and I don't know against what, gotta be accustomed to conversing with one another while one of their party goes out to relieve herself in the outhouse. So in case I'm in, you fall into the shitter? I don't know. I'm in a group of friends, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dudes, I got to pee. Yeah. So I don't know if it means I have to take somebody with me to the potty and, like, we chat together. Um, That's what it sounds like, or right? Or if I'm like, okay, you guys chat amongst yourselves and make sure you're comfortable chatting. I'm going to go pee over here now. Bye. It sounds more like you got to chat with them while you're taking, you know, a dump. Right. Or whatever. Like, come maybe, with me maybe, I mean, they had outhouses. So maybe it was, like, in case you fell in, right? I, I literally really I gross. literally do not know. It doesn't or say precautionary measure Maybe Maybe in case there's a man that's waiting out there, you know. That, that was way. the only thing I could think is against the possibility of rapey McGee right. coming up. And because that happens so regularly that fucking Ezra had to make a rule about it. Right, right. Now, boys, no rape because, you know. But just to make sure, girls, you travel in pairs. Yeah, you guys, buddy system. Right. Who's your buddy? Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's one of the ten fucking rules. Right. Is don't be alone when you pee, girls. Got it. Chat. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. And that is why women go to the bathroom in groups today. No, <laughs> just kidding. Okay, number ten. Ready? This is I'm my ready. favorite. Okay. You just said that about the last one. I know. Or whatever, they're, one of the last ones. They're all my favorites. Okay. Okay. But this one, as the last one, is my favorite. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Men who may have suffered a seminal emission, <laughs> for anybody curious about what that means, a wet dream at night right. can't be helped. Right. Parentheses, especially after accompanying their wives. Okay. Apparently, after you fuck your wife that night, you yeah. may be more likely to have a wet dream. Okay. I I would I I don't know how that works. Sure. Not burying a penis. Whatever. I don't know if you're more likely or less likely. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So men who may have suffered a seminal emission, particularly after getting their fuck on, are required to immerse themselves in a ritual bath before being permitted to read from the scroll of the law. (laughs) I mean, it's It's always a good idea to take a bath after, you know, sex, I would say. But it's not right. I know. I totally agree with you. But it doesn't even say... Men who have suffered wet dreams. It says who may have suffered. Got if it. you even think you might that might have happened to you. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. If there's even the slightest, like, no. Go take your fucking bath. Okay. Now, I would think that they're hardworking people. They should probably bathe every day anyways. But right. I'm betting but it's not that as easy it's for them the, to bathe as the ritual it is for bath. Us, but they're so. talking about the ritual bath. And that's different from Taking a regular bath. Got it. You know, yeah. like all of the hoopla that goes into like cleansing. Well, yeah, because technically they're unclean yeah. after that as well. Well, so. they're always unclean because right. we're born a sinner. You yeah, know, right. you suck. Go to hell. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that is what I have for you today. Okay. I thought we would end on those. Ezra's 10 rules. Ezra's 10 rules that are not in our Bible. All right. Okay. All right. Well, that wraps up Ezra. And we'll be heading into, we're going to do a Contradictions episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we'll be heading into Nehemiah, right? Yep. Okay. Sounds good. We will see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Bye.
Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.